Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. Welcome back to this episode of Off the Boards. I am your host and lead writer, Christian Fowler. Coming to you today to discuss Memphis's second victory in the Bahamas, and joining me is Go Tigers 247 founder Brooks Hansen. Christian, thanks for having me back. Still at the beach, and the Tigers are still de- absolutely demolishing uh, Bahamian opponents down there in the Caribbean. Uh, I mean, what do we take away from this absolute walloping from the Tigers today? Well, First off, I want to, you know, yesterday when we did our recap of the game one, one of my biggest things was that Memphis needed to come out of the gate strong today. They definitely did that in the, in, you know, in the first quarter, putting up 37 points, and I think they had 35 in the second quarter. So they had a huge start today, which just to me, initially, gut reaction takeaways, knee jerk reaction takeaways, is that this team's already kind of adjusting on the fly because when they have that slow start yesterday I'm sure that's something that the staff preached after the game and going into today's game so they have a, a quick start and they really kept the foot on the gas all the way through so I think from this small view this small portion that we've gotten we can say that this team really is adjusting on the fly uh, they kept the same starting lineup today so they're keeping that consistency and then you know another big performance from a lot of the guys like DJ Jeffries had another big game leading and scoring um, Isaiah Maurice had a big game today. The Boogie Ellis played good again. So the freshmen played well again. They came out of the gate fast, and, and I think they were really consistent throughout today's game. Well, just so that everyone knows, in case you have not seen, the University of Memphis men's basketball team played a team from the Bahamas called the MB, NPBA Select, and they beat them 135 to 60. They beat them by 15 more points than they the other team scored uh if if you subtract the deficit it would be 75 to 60 the university of memphis would still win if you just go based upon that that difference so it you know obviously not a tremendous level of competition today uh if you watch the game thanks to jimmy jimmy davenport if you watch the game thanks to him uh over here on the mainland you didn't see a whole lot of competition. Memphis faced 13 guys on MPBA Select, and not a single one of those guys made it into the positive on the plus-minus. Insane. Every player for the University of Memphis that touched the court ended up in tw- at 28 plus 28 or higher. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Um, so there's no, not a lot that I, I mean personally I just don't think there's a lot that we can take away in terms of just like breaking down the game film really trying to figure out who's doing what um, for me I'm looking more at consistency and I think we're starting to see that from a couple players already so Christian you got a player in mind absolutely Brooke so if you weren't able to listen to our uh, Bahamas kind of look forward to the Bahamas a couple weeks ago when we did our Tigers in 20 on it. We both pointed to players that we thought could come out of the Bahamas with 
you know, more confidence going into the season and, and really kind of shape their freshman year in the Bahamas or shape their season in the Bahamas. And the player you pointed to was DJ Jeffries. And through two games, he's averaging 21.5 points. He's led Memphis in scoring both games, has played very well, uh, has shot well, has rebounded well, really just his all-around game has been incredible in the Bahamas. So, Brooks, I got a two-part question for you. First thing is, how impressed are you with DJ's performance? And really, what led to that prediction you made? Because obviously it worked out. Well, at the time, uh, I wasn't for sure that Precious Achua was not going to make the trip, but I knew that it was possible that he would not be there. And with without him there it gives DJ Jeffries plenty of open opportunity to see the floor, have no pressure to just go in and make plays at that spot. Um, so it just, it made a ton of sense for DJ to have open opportunity. And, and the other thing is, you know, DJ is a kid that's always had that level of talent. He's always been able to put the, the ball in the bucket. Like he, he can get buckets. Uh, DJ's, Issues have always been related to, you know, does he have the fire? Does he have that competitive edge? And the job of this staff is to bring that out of him, to, to light that fire, get him in, in tip-top NBA-level shape, get him ready to go. And it, it really looks like this staff has done that. You know, they, they give him the opportunity, and he's performing at a high level. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, I think it just – the writing was on the wall. The other guy who had the writing on the wall is the guy that you pointed to in Damian Ball. You said he would come out of the Bahamas with a renewed sense of confidence or a, a, a heightened sense of confidence. Uh, Damian Ball finished today uh, only with 10 points, but he did finish leading the team in rebounds at 13 rebounds. Uh you know, one of the things that I've always loved about Damian, dating back to him coming out of his junior year in high school, is that Damian knows how to fill a box score. He'll give you points, he'll give you rebounds, he'll give you steals, assists. Sometimes he'll even pitch in three or four blocks. Um, so Damian filled up the stat sheet tonight, and one of the things he did well was he had three assists. And Penny Hardaway, after the game, actually took some time to talk about how well this team is sharing the, the ball, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Damian is a sleeper. Uh, maybe after this trip, not so much, but he's a kid that, that flies below the radar but has a really you know five-star game. Uh, defensively, he's one of our best defenders. Offensively, he's, a, he's our, probably our best passer and, and, and creator and, uh, and very unselfish. So um, he's, he's doing really well on this trip. Did you okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so Christian, we've talked a lot of freshmen. We've talked a lot of new guys. Uh, but one of the returning guys that had a, a very, very solid game in the opening game yesterday, and yet again, another very, very solid outing tonight is returning uh, forward center 
uh, big man Isaiah Maurice. What do you think about what Isaiah Isaiah is doing so far in the Bahamas? Well, I think it's I, first off, this is something that we've said for a lot of players, but I think it's important to include here about Isaiah as well. Even though these aren't top level teams, and you know he's probably one of the biggest players that's there. I don't know if Isaiah would have been able to do this against any team last year because I just don't think he was as developed coming uh, at a JUCO. So I think it's very, I think it's a very good sign to see him coming out and performing like this, especially with the minutes this, that he's getting because Precious and James haven't played the first two games. So I think it's important for him to build confidence to be able to play like this, and it, it's very impressive for him to come out and have 21 points and 12 rebounds um, and and shoot well from the floor as well shot seven of 14 from the floor so overall with Isaiah's play I think it's showing that he is improving even though we can't say that for sure because it's not against top top level competition all we have to go off of is what we can see so I would say short term it definitely shows that he's improving and also 12 rebounds is a huge feat for Isaiah Maurice because he wasn't an incredible rebounder last year. He had stretches where he scored well and was dangerous from the perimeter, but rebounding was never huge for Isaiah. So for him to come out and get 12 rebounds um, in tonight's game, I think that's a, a good sign for him. But Brooks also, when you look at the rest of the returning players, Tyler Harris, Alex Lomax, Ryan Boyce, Jaden Hardaway, all played very well as well, very good as well, sorry. Um, so they all had a good games as well as Isaiah Maurice. So, with them playing like this, and like I've said you know, a couple times now, they're getting extended minutes because James and Precious aren't there. So how impressive is it and how important is it that you know the bench players, you know, the guys that didn't play a lot last year, are really coming on strong and being consistent in the Bahamas? Well, if you look at all the guys that are returning, not necessarily guys that uh, played last year because Boyce and, and Jaden Hardaway did not play, but if you look at the guys who are returning um, that also that were not in the starting lineup tonight, those guys combined went 10 of 12 from deep. Uh, that's big time. You know, when you've got Tyler Harris going 4 of 8, uh, actually, sorry, 10 of 16. 10 of 16. I forgot to include Tyler's four misses. So 10 of 16, you know, you've got a very, very good – percentage there overall the team shot 47 percent from three um, those guys contributed a ton off the bench now again not dealing with a ton of competition I do think it's uh it's pretty telling that Jaden Hardaway is actually getting more minutes than Ryan Boyce it would not shock me to see Jaden Hardaway earn some minutes as the season goes along this year and he's um, played well he's played so, actually oh. played very well in the two games yeah, and I mean, he, he finished the game with 12 points and six rebounds in only 16 minutes of play. So, um, you know, would not shock me to see him find his way onto the floor at times this year. Um, overall, I think top to bottom, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's not like a great indicator like we talked about before. We're not going to see whether or not Memphis is a national title contender coming out of the Bahamas. It's just not going to happen. This is more about seeing how well these guys gel, how, how well they adjust, um, what happens when they get hit in the mouth. And, you know, speaking of that, I think the first time we're really going to see them get hit in the mouth possibly is after their day off tomorrow on Friday. They, they have a uh, step up in competition on Saturday. So 
I think that's the first time we'll see whether or not a little adversity, uh, what it does to these guys. But right now, I think it's looking promising. Yeah, and that's, you know, like you said, that could be their first test is on Saturday. And I think that's important because it's something that we've mentioned multiple times now since Penny's press conference is that he wants his team to face some adversity. And I know we talked about them trailing early in their first game, but if they were actually pushed, you know, throughout the game, I think we would really get to see how this team responds. So looking forward to that game on Saturday a little bit, if, if they do get in that situation where they are, you know, it comes down to the wire or it's close midway through the fourth quarter, I think, personally think that'd be great for this team because you really get to see what they're made of you get to see how these freshmen respond you get to see how some of the returning guys who didn't play as much last year respond so if they do get a game like that it's you know it's important for the team it's important to see uh, the character of this team early on but also I mean it, it could be a good sign either way if they go out and dominate by 60 again I don't think fans will be disappointed and I honestly don't think the coaching staff will be too disappointed either so Saturday is another, you know, is another opportunity to see what this team has, and it could go either way. But um, do we see this team continue to dominate now? I think that's a big question, and it's something that a lot of people are going to be looking forward to because when you have two games like this, regardless of the competition, people are excited and people are ready to see what you can bring to the table. So I think Saturday is just another opportunity for this team to show to go out and show just how good they could be. Well, Christian, just to recap, Memphis absolutely demolished uh, some random Bahamas team today. Their largest lead was the, the lead that they finished the game with at 75. Uh, they they actually had 68 bench points uh, tonight. So massive numbers all around, 135 total points. Um, so we'll see. Saturday, stay tuned. We're, we're going to be doing this again. Um, you know, I, I don't really – Honestly, I'm not taking away a lot from this. Just just be amazed at the numbers. And, and remember, they're doing all of this without James Wiseman and Precious Achiwa. So that said, Christian, I got nothing else. You got anything? All good on my end. All right. That's a wrap. See you all Saturday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers in 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.